This is the Grounded Awakenings Podcast. Conversations connecting science and intuition. Real life lessons from real people. Real professionals who have had experiences that help them awaken to the truth of what they need and what is needed to thrive in their profession. These conversations help us evolve and awaken to what we need to be grounded yet spiritually awakened in life, in parenting, in education, in healthcare, and in the way we interact with the world around us. We hope by helping people connect with their mind, body, and spirit one conscious conversation at a time, there will be a ripple change. Now your host, Jennifer Rentolo, an integrative bridge to health, hope, and healing. Hello and welcome to the Grounded Awakening Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Rentolo, an integrative bridge to health, hope, and healing. I was a critical care nurse whose life path drastically changed when my second son had a massive neonatal stroke at birth, and my third son was diagnosed with cancer. Through this crisis, I learned the power of finding calm in the chaos and understood how calming down and being more present in my life helped to navigate through all of the inevitable stressors and challenges. I learned by caring for myself, I was better able to care for and support my kids so we could both be happier and healthier. Now, I'm a whole health educator and patient advocate. I use science, my nursing knowledge and experiences, along with my intuitive gifts and personal experiences to help bridge the gaps between modern medicine and alternative health, between science and intuition, and between self-care and caring for others. I help overwhelmed mothers and children with invisible disabilities find calm in the chaos of their lives and awaken to hope and resilience so they can take back their power over their own health and well-being. I am the author of Family Fuel, A Busy Mom's Guide to Healthy Living, and a featured author in the Wellness Universe's Complete Guide to Self-Care, Tools for Stress Management. I'm a keynote speaker and an adjunct lecturer at Endicott College, where I teach a course called Holistic and Complementary Approaches to Health and Healing. I offer online courses, workshops, and retreats. I'm a wife, a warrior mom of four boys, a Karuna Reiki master, a mindfulness practitioner, an educator, a medical intuitive, and the owner of Butterfly Family Wellness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Grounded Awakening. I'm your host, Jen Tolo, and I'm really excited to have you here. We are going to have an amazing conversation connecting science and intuition with my friend, Dr. Dolores Fazzino. A little bit about Dolores. We're going to talk today about spirituality and healing. Dolores is a, uh, has a doctorate as a nurse practitioner. She has practiced in OR suites for over 40 years. She is a wealth of information. She is the epitome of grounding herself in science, but opening to intuition and spirit. Dolores is a medical intuitive. She's an energy whisperer, an international Amazon best-selling author, she is about to launch her next book, which is coming this fall, which is called Healing in Ways You Never Thought Possible. She has over 40 years of experience in the healthcare industry. She believes that healing is a multifaceted process. After witnessing the miraculous healing of her father's physical condition as a young adult, Dr. Fazzino has dedicated her life to assisting people to heal in ways they never thought possible. 
Dr. Dolores takes us beyond the mind-body paradigm to include spirituality in wellness and assisting her clients to unravel the energetic discord in their life. She's known as the energy whisperer. Her gifts and customized programs and strategies assist her clients to move through life's challenges, reconnect with their inner self with grace and ease, creating lasting health and true wellness. I am really excited to have Dolores here. Dolores is going to share a little bit um, just about what she does, but also she has a, um, a program called the Concierge Surgical Coaching Program, which the link is below, where she really implements the concept of spirituality and helps people connect to that spirituality because it is so such a key component to health and healing. So please join me in welcoming Dr. Dolores Fazzino. Dun, da, da, da. Hello, Dr. Dolores. Hello, Jen. How are you? So good to see I am you. Well. So good to see you. Our conversations have been so phenomenal in the past. We've done things together. Um, I, I have even talked to you about coming in and joining my class as I teach a course on health, uh, holistic and complementary approaches to health and healing. And we're actually, they're on break right now, but when we come back from break, we're talking about spirituality and the importance of spirituality and mindset, the mind-body connection and spirit to healing as the whole process. So welcome. Thank you for being here. And thank you for having me. I so appreciate the opportunity. And yes, spirituality, um, I call it the secret sauce that connects the body, mind and soul together, because without it, we're not who we are. Um, And it's such an important aspect of who we are that I think it's kind of gotten pushed off to the side for for many, many, many generations. And I think we're kind of coming coming to a renaissance and a full circle of embracing that once again. Absolutely. Um, Because you know what, we are more than what we could physically see. You know, right, you and I are this dense, you know, container of energy, you know, because it's vibrating at a lower frequency. But it's just like our thoughts and our beliefs and how we experience things and all the traumas and all the good things that have happened in our lives really comprise of who we truly are in this physical container. And I think for for the longest time, we could both agree on this is that, you know, in Western medicine, they only look at the physical aspect of a person. It's like the physical aspect is the tip of the iceberg. And what's under underneath the surface of that iceberg is the bigger part of the iceberg that really is running the show. And, you know, that unconscious part, you know, or underwater is like, like we were talking about our emotions, our thoughts, Mm -hmm. what we say to ourselves, our self-talk, you know, we all do it. And, you know, we're, you know, a lot of us are experts at beating ourselves up and in more ways than you can imagine. We're we're kinder to a stranger than to ourselves. It's kind of funny. Well, it adds to to the stress. I mean, I was reading that 65% of illnesses are stress related. And it was interesting because I was teaching to my class in Eastern philosophy, they believe stress is a lack of inner peace. Whereas Western philosophy believes that stress is a loss of control. Huh. Now, <laughs> That's interesting. Right? Now, how many of us try to control things that are truly not within our control and it creates stress 
And, you know, it was interesting because I was talking to my students about how even if you might possess the bracket gene or genes that are that make you predisposed to, let's say, cancers, it is our mindset and our belief and our perception of life that impacts our stress that impacts whether these genes get turned on or not. Absolutely true, Jennifer. Absolutely true. Yeah. How many times, okay, you know, and I'm going to segue into a little story here. How many times do we go to the doctors and, you know, they look at our lab results and they totally freak out and they're projecting their fears and anxieties onto us when, mm -hmm. you know, if you are, have a pretty good relationship with yourself and you know your body and you're connected to your body, you know, that's their reality, but they're projecting their reality onto you. And if your boundaries aren't strong enough and you're not awake enough to realize what they are doing, automatically you kind of go down that rabbit hole with them and you might not have that problem, but you're creating it for yourself. Yeah. Just not well, it kind of reminds me even of the medical hexing. I remember talking yeah. to people about medical hexing. Now, let me just put a little disclaimer out here. Dolores and I are both of the medical profession. Dolores, We're Western medicine trained. Yeah, we are Western medicine trained. Um, Dolores, works in the operating rooms, you work alongside physicians, you have respect for modern medicine. I have respect for modern medicine, but we also have respect for the fact that we are missing a crucial aspect, which is the spiritual connection, the mind-body connection, the, uh, the awareness of something more than self. I wanna just read, just for people that don't really understand what spirituality is, um, this is out of um, Dr. Dossier, uh, Dr. Dossie's and Keegan's Holistic Nursing Handbook, and they talk about spirituality and health in this. And they define spirituality as the essence of our being. It permeates our living in relationships and infuses our, our unfolding awareness of who we are, our purpose in being, and our inner resources. Spirituality is active and expressive, it shapes and is shaped by our life's journey. Spirituality informs the way we live and, and experience life, the ways we encounter mystery, and the ways we relate to all aspects of life. Inherent in the human condition, spirituality is expressed, is, is expressed and experienced through living our connectedness with the sacred source, the self, others, and nature. Now, I believe religion is a form of spirituality, but I make this clear, at least when I teach it, spirituality and religion are different in that religion is sort of a doctrine and a set of beliefs that you follow um, based on a religion, whereas spirituality is more your connection with yourself and your life and the life around you. Would you agree or? I, I agree. And I'm going to add that and hopefully simplify it because Please. this is a discussion that really comes up a lot because people have a tendency to mesh spirituality with being religious. Mm -hmm. They're two different concepts. Right. And I always share with, you know, my students and my clients is that religion is an outward expression of your uh, spirituality, if you want to call it that. It's an indoctrinated thing. It's with a group. It's outside of yourself. Whereas right. spirituality is an inside relationship within yourself that you have. So spirituality inside, religious outside. Yes. 
Yes. And I always say healing starts inside. Absolutely. We, yes. you know, we have all we need to heal ourselves. Absolutely. We it's are interesting. Here, we are, yeah, we are sovereign beings and we have that ability to do that. Absolutely. It's interesting because I started this, this whole podcast series, The Grounded Awakening, because I am seeing this disconnect with spirituality and I see how it's impacting people's lives, both my children, my students, my clients. I see this hunger for something more. And this spinning out of control with all the information and all the outside influences of how we should think, should be, should act versus the connection to who we are, what we need, and what feels right for us in the moment. So the grounded awakening is the groundedness is that knowledge and that information that informs our inspired action, which comes from that connection to spirit, to source, to the universe, to God, whatever it is you want to call it, but something beyond and bigger than ourselves. So the grounded awakening is all about anchoring and grounding yourself so you can open to the information that's coming through authentically to you and connecting you to your soul and spirit needs. I agree with you 100%, Jen. And, you know, the other thing that kind of comes up with this, and I had this huge aha moment this morning, where, you know, I've been, you know, being in healthcare for well over 40 years, and, you know, actually being in the hospital as an assistant surgeon, and also doing my own coaching practice and stuff. I've witnessed the default of critical thinking mm -hmm. in our profession. And critical thinking is so related to what you just shared, because yes. when you are connected to yourself, you get these what I call divine downloads. And it's yes. just like, you know, you're presented with these facts and, you know, you kind of go within and you, you say something's off here. And I think maybe we should check this out a different way. Call it, you know, your God spark, your intuition, your inner wisdom. It's all the same thing. It's spirituality, really. Yes. And and so and I see it missing so much in our healthcare system. And you know, and I'm not here to bash anything. It's just an observation. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Well, and I think many it, people have observed this. That's why there's such an increase yeah. in desire for complementary and alternative medicine. I just read there's going to be I mean, that is like sort of the wave of the future. There are more and more people looking to complementary and alternative medicine because modern medicine isn't necessarily making them feel like heard, seen, better. Um, it's not giving them the answers because a lot of times, to your point, it's, it's about your interconnection with yourself. It's about your understanding and awareness of yourself and your needs. And sometimes we look to other people to fix us without taking accountability for our own contribution to our dis-ease. I agree. And, you know, we call that the bypass <laughs> because it's like a lot of times, you know, and, you know, just I want to back up a little bit because, you know, I took some coursework um, probably about about 10, 12 years ago. And in that coursework, it was like a uh, coursework on uh, mindfulness. And mm. they showed us an example of, what modern medicine is right now. So imagine a pie, okay? Um, and in the center is the pie hole. 
And the traditional medical model is the pie hole is drugs, you know, surgery, um, and a procedure. And mm -hmm. on the wow. periphery of that pie hole, or on the periphery of that pie are all the complementary and alternatives. So in between like the pie hole and the edge of the pie are all the diagnostic testings. Yes. So now what we want to see and what they showed, and I thought this was brilliant. It's like, imagine a pie and then you have a pie hole in the middle and that's health and wellness. And do every, you know, divide that pie into equal slices all the way around. It has every different alternative, complementary, integrative modality, inclusive of Western medicine. Mm -hmm. So Jen, so what might work for you for a problem is like maybe a little bit of Western medicine, acupuncture, and maybe some herbal remedies. For yeah. me, for the same thing, it might be something else. So mm -hmm. it takes into consideration that number one, everybody is uniquely different. Mm -hmm. Number two, that when each one of those, um, slices are important by themselves but when you start combining things it's very synergistic yes 100 percent. i mean i i know that with my son when my son had leukemia um i did reiki on him every single day at the bedside and he was getting the chemotherapy he was getting all of the modern medicine. That's what saved his life. But what helped clear the negative effects of the, of the chemotherapy was the energy medicine, the Reiki, the guided meditation, the visualization. And I was really very emphatic about wanting positivity around me. I made sure that any discussions I had with friends and family were positive, were hopeful. Um, and all of that really, I felt like, made a difference in not just my son's healing, but in my family's health and well-being. Um, well, such a, I mean, he never had the mouth sores or any of the bad side effects of chemotherapy. And I really believe it's because of the Reiki. But oh. I did that, and then I had to teach the nurses how to do that. Well, there you go. But also, I mean, what a journey you've had, too. You know, your own personal story, it, it's huge. And it's, it's a testimonial that this does work. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's a testimonial. And, yeah. And hope and positivity. I was, you know, just doing a little bit of research. And some of the things that spirituality helps with is, you know, coping with adversity. It's positive emotions, the hope, the optimism, happiness, purpose, um, well-being, mental health, all of this is part of spirituality and happens when you connect to that spirituality, the greater purpose of whatever it is that you're facing and the hope that things are going to get better, right? The True. positivity and the optimism. So I'd love for you to, to share with us, if you will, about what you've seen and what kind of made you start your um, concierge surgical coaching program, what you've wow. seen as far as spirituality <laughs> and health in the, in the operating room, like what have sure, you your experience? Yeah. Well, you know, being in, in the surgical surgical realm as an assistant for, you know, decades now um, I've always seen patients, you know, we call them frequent flyers. They're here for one procedure and then they come back for another yeah. and another. And, you know, mostly, you know, people who, our oncology patients, you know, the, you have a cancer and, you know, uh, we cut it out and you get your chemo radiation. And why is it like 18 months, two years later, they're back with another 
manifestation of the cancer. And it used to, you know, used to put me in a conundrum because it was just like, you know, what are we, what are we missing here? And, you know, through, through time and, and space and, experience, I realized that, you know, in my studies that, of course, we're only addressing the physical, we're never looking at the emotional stuff, the mental and the spiritual, you know, emotional is like how you cope with things. Uh, Mental is, you know, there's self talk and what you say to yourself and you know, how positive or negative you are. And then lastly, if they're connected to their body or into their intuition, um, because those are three aspects that kind of are drive, the driving force that runs the show. And, you know, we have to understand that everything is energy, okay? Our thoughts, our beliefs, our emotions. If we don't experience our emotions or we kind of partially experience our emotions, that energy never gets experienced, dissipated, transformed, and transmuted and transcended. It just stays stuck, so it has to go someplace because your energy field gets congested with all this. And eventually the tipping point is, is that it will go into your body and go to the weakest link in your body to create something. Um, and that's the simplest version that I could give you. Now, um, with that being said, is that, so how would you best support somebody? And I found that, you know, what happens if we start addressing the issues underneath in tandem to them going through their cancer surgery or the chemo and the radiation. And so I kind of formulated this program where since time is no longer linear, and I know this is gonna be an abstract concept for some people, but everything is actually happening at the same time, past, present, and, and future are all happening simultaneously. So what you do in this current moment actually has a tendency to heal the past, but also create the future. And just imagine it as a figure of eight, okay? So when we are working with a patient, you know, when the concierge surgical coaching program came out of this, is I, I work with a patient and I find out what's kind of been going on with them. Maybe we know in cancer surgery, usually there's been a major stressor anywhere from like a year to two years before the actual diagnosis of cancer. This is a known fact. We know this is true Um, because there was a stressor and there was a trigger. And then, you know, months later, there might've been a death or there might've been some big trauma or even a happy trauma too. I mean, it's all stress. And so what we found was that, you know, there's some issue going on and it might have been how they were coping with things. So we kind of look at also how they um, deal with stress, how they deal with their emotions. If they're the type of person that doesn't express themselves, but stuffs it all in, we look at that too. But Mm -hmm. also, you know, if they have a relationship with their body. Because, you know, so many of us guilty earlier in my, you know, my life, it's just like we always look to the external for our, our, um, our validation. Yes. And our answers. Yes. And, you know, the unfortunate part is that, and we're looking on the outside for that love and appreciation. Yes. And safety and security. Yeah. yeah. Newsflash, everybody. Guess yeah. what? The longest relationship you're ever going to have in your life, guess what, is the one you have with yourself. You know, it's going to outlive any type of love relationship, professional relationship. It's true. you, honey. You it's got to have true. 
Exactly. You to have that Love relationship. Love the one you're with. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, it's like teaching people how to have a relationship with themselves, take their power back. Because yes. a lot of us give our power away to something outside yes. of ourselves. Yes. We are so easily distracted. Yes. Yes. To, you know, avoid going and going in here because, you know, some people will say, and, you know, I had to laugh, this pandemic was a mixed bag. And I look at it from the blessing standpoint because it gave humanity the opportunity to get off the treadmill and actually maybe even have a relationship with themselves because they had been distracted so Absolutely. much in their lives where, you know what, we had the great standstill. We were on house arrest basically for two yeah. weeks straight <laughs> and nobody wanted, everybody was freaking out because, yeah. oh my God, I have to be yeah. by myself now. Yeah. What am they I going to, to do? Yeah. They had to sit in their <laughs> stuff and look around it's, and go, exactly. Like your life? <laughs> so, yeah. but the thing is, and you know, some people got it and some people didn't and you know, how many times do we distract ourselves from being with ourselves? You know yeah. what? You could you could look at that, you know, on a daily basis. Right. We got our cell phones, yeah. you know. Absolutely. <laughs> well, and I think so many people too, speaking of that cell phone and, this, and the internet, people are looking up. Like you've got so many more hypochondriacs because like even with yes. COVID, people get a cold. Like my son was feeling a little nauseous and a knee jerk reaction. My husband, the doctor is like, well, did you check him for COVID? It might be COVID. And I think not, you know, people can have just a cold yeah. or can get yes. the flu. Again. Exactly. And sometimes I feel like when you are looking for a problem, you're going to find the problem. Right. That is so true, Jennifer. It's like, you know what? Sometimes what? you just have to widen back and just look at the bigger picture and not be reactive. Right. That's and where the critical thinking part comes in. Exactly. And yeah. the calming yourself down, that catastrophic exactly. thinking, which we're all wired to do, that catastrophic thinking of like worst case scenario, so many people jump to that. Absolutely. Instead of pulling yourself back and saying, okay, I can. I mean, there have been studies about twins that, you know, both have the, the same genes or the same familial history, but one twin winds up getting the disease or the cancer and the other one doesn't. And it all comes down to mindset. Absolutely. And mindset is huge. Absolutely. So, and placebo effect. I'm sorry. I just want to mention this really yeah. quickly. The whole concept of placebo effect, 35% of healing or one third of healing happens not from a pill or a surgery, but from the thought that either that pill or that placebo, even that, that complementary alternative practice is helping because it changes the mindset. Absolutely. And that's the power of, of the mind and the body and the spirit connection. Absolutely. So circling, I know we kind of got off target here, yeah, but sorry, circling back, that's okay. Circling yeah. back to, you know, the program. So yeah. what I usually do too, is that, you know, I like to, to give people really simple tools because simple tools are what are going to motivate them to want to do it. Yes. You make yeah. it really complex. It's just like, it's never going to happen. Cause I know myself, it's like, Oh, la la la, you know, sentence, sentence, la 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 squirrel. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. You get well, distracted. Realistic and, and doable completely. Right, exactly. Simple, so, realistic tools. Yeah. So I like to put together a customized guided meditation for these people that mm -hmm. takes them into the future since everything's happening all at the same time. 
into, you know, there are six months after their recovery and, you know, what is actually happening for them. You know, they've had less, um, they've had a real successful surgery. There are very few complications, you know, need for pain medication was hardly any, anything. And they wake up hungry and, you know, able to eat and, you know, how, you know, the surgeon is very excited that their results came back far better than what they anticipated and so on and so forth. So I have them, you know, listen to this on a daily basis, you know, in the morning and at night, and even, you know, before their surgery, you know, we start working together weeks before, mm -hmm. all the way through till, you know, their recovery, because your body, your body doesn't know any anything different. And so what we found is this, is that when we do that, your body starts to heal, starts the healing process right away. Yeah. Okay. And with that, you know, a lot of times they have less need for pain medication. They get out quicker. They heal faster. Doctors are, the doctors, sometimes the feedback we get from physicians are like, I'm just shocked how well she's doing. Yeah. So, you know, there is something to that. And I think one of the most telling things was um, a a general surgeon who's a, a breast cancer specialist who's become a dear friend of mine. When I started doing this, you know, this protocol with, with patients, um, she was like, cause I kind of took her through the protocol. She said, Oh my God, they're actually healing before they come to surgery. Yeah, they've started the process before yeah. the knife. And is she, is she got it. So she yeah. has been my strongest supporter of this and she Excellent. refers a lot of her clients to me and we work together, but it's really about having, you know, when you're, the bottom line is, is like we, you know, with the program, it's about empowering people to step back into their body. When you step back yeah. into your body, you're empowered. Mm. Okay. Yes. It's that simple. Because yeah. when you're in your physical body, you're actually in the present moment. Yes. Okay. When you're in your head, you're in the past and you're thinking about the future. Yeah. And in order to feel your emotions, you have to be in your physical body. And a giving a telltale sign that people are not truly in their body or feeling their emotions is this. They say, I think I feel. Mm. There's no yeah. intellectualizing emotions. Well, I think they don't trust themselves too, which trust is a huge aspect yeah. of spirituality. They so, don't trust in what they think, feel, and yeah. know. And so, you know, adding that to the pot too, it's about learn teaching people how to trust their inner knowingness mm. and rely on that to make their decisions, no matter what is being said around them, that's counter to it. We've yeah. all had those experiences, Jen, you know, and I'm sure the audience has too, where yeah. it's like, you know, with a, uh, without a doubt that you should not be doing anything and you ignore it and you do the counter to it, mm -hmm. what somebody else has told you and then you live to regret it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We've or all been there. You, or you don't listen. I, I always like yep. to say, you don't listen to the whispers until yep. they become screams. So you might know that something's off inside yourself or something doesn't feel right, but you ignore it. 
until all of a sudden it's a major problem and you're being told you need surgery or you need this medication. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, your body's constant, your, your body is constantly communicating with you. Yes. It's, you know, we have like a, a body mind disconnect because our mind, our ego space thinks that, oh, no, no, no. You know, that's just, you know, I'm going to ignore you. I'm not paying attention. Um, yeah. So I or our I'm, ego senses the threat and tells, gives us a signal, danger, danger, danger. And yeah. that's where the mantras and the meditation and the visualization can come in to reset that mindset to say you're not in danger. You're safe. It's okay. I've got you, you know, that yeah, to your point. Absolutely. And yeah. it's, it's, you know, how do we do that? We take baby steps. Yes. You know, you have to take baby steps. You have to be kind to yourself. You yes. can't, you know, I think a lot of times we've been in a society where everything's got to be instant gratification. You wave a magic wand and poof, it's there. This is not how it works, folks. No. It's just like, you know what? There's no bypass here. You have to. Number one, be ready to do the work. Yes. Number two, give yourself the gift of doing the work. And three, just allow yourself to be vulnerable. Yes. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking I had a client during COVID. I did some virtual sessions and I had some uh, a person that I know that asked if I would do some energy work with a friend of hers that was actually on the West coast near you mm -hmm. um, was about to have surgery for stomach cancer mm -hmm. and they wanted to do some, some, you know, support some energy work collectively. And one of the big things she had so much fear and I created some meditations and this is just makes me think of your program. Mm -hmm. Had I known you had this program, I would have sent her to you too. <laughs> but, um, but I was able to work with her and it was quite beautiful because I literally had her visualizing that crossroads because it's all about choice. That's our greatest power. Yes. And what we don't realize sometimes powerlessness comes when we feel like we don't have a choice. Empowerment comes when we take action and we go, no, I don't accept this as this is the way it's going to be. I, I choose differently. And so that crossroads. And I, I remember telling her your soul or spirit is at that crossroads where you get to decide whether mm -hmm. you stay or whether your soul is done and you're tired and yes. don't want to do the work because mm -hmm. the work is hard. You know, the work right. is, it's not easeful. You have those people I say that are the pill poppers that are like, just give me the pill. I don't want to do the work. My mom's mm -hmm. one of those. And oh, then you have we all know them. <laughs> yeah, right. My father, who's like, no, 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 I don't want to take any pills. I don't like the way I feel. Tell me what I can do you know, you know, physically, spiritually, emotionally, um, to, to get through this. So I love that you have this, this amazing program for everybody. I will leave a link in the show Thank notes you. for people. Um, Dolores, what would you say are your top tips for anybody? Now, not everybody is necessarily about to go through surgery. Your, your program specializes in people pre and post operatively, but let's say somebody's dealing with an illness, dealing with a chronic illness or dealing with, um, you know, maybe something that they're concerned they're going to have to have surgery for. And well, what are the tips that you would offer for them to move through this? Well, first of all, I just want to say this. It's like whatever we use for surgery is used for everyday life. 
because I have clients that I uh, that I coach that aren't surgical patients or aren't, aren't medical. So it's yeah. basically the same format. Yeah. So I, I think the first tip that I have to say is just be kind and gentle to yourself. Yes. Um, we've all gone through a lot lately. Yes. And, you know, who knows how much more we're going to continue, but it, I'm sure it's not going to ease up. And Until we wake up. Here we go. Number two is become your own eye of the storm. Ooh, I love that. Okay. So for those of people who've been in hurricanes, you know, and it's just like the hurricane goes over. And then when you're in the eye of the storm, it's like the serene calmness that yes. is just so peaceful that you can't hear anything, but it's like you're, you're in the middle of this, you're calm and collective in the middle of this, whatever's chaos. going on around you. Yeah. I call that finding calm in the chaos. Absolutely. Exactly. That, so that's, that's my program. <laughs> yeah. Finding calm in the chaos. Yes. And, and, you know, and I think that's so important because like going back to we, what we discussed earlier is that, you know, we create our own reality and it's just like whatever, you know, if you want peace, come within because that's where it exists. Yep. It's not outside of you. But how, what would you say is, what, what would be your tip to get there, to get there? I would say my first it, tip is to pause. Yeah, Just pause. You're in I chaos want, and pause and get still. Uh, you know what? Taking a deep breath because yes. many of us are shallow breathers, especially when we're, sh we're really stressed out. Yep. It's just like our natural tendency is to go. Or <laughs> mm. well, we hold our yeah. breath. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I invite people to take a deep breath, breath and mm -hmm. breathe into it. Mm -hmm. Because when you hold your breath, you're not actually in your body, you've kind of pulled yourself out of your body. And you really want to be grounded in your body as much yes. as you can. So that should be another point too: is how to ground yourself into your body is go out in nature. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know, for those of us well, I live in Southern California, so I'm barefoot all the time here, but go yeah, not here in New can, England, not in not New England. But, you know, when you can during the summer, go barefoot in mm -hmm. the spring and just, you know, even with your shoes on, just stand on the ground and just imagine that your feet have roots coming out of the bottom and they're just getting anchored in, mm. you know, down to the center of the earth, like you're a tree. Yeah, I have a tree meditation that I put together that is actually pretty powerful and it allows people to yeah. drop their physical body and they become a tree. So, yep. and their legs and their feet just go down into the center of the earth just to anchor them. And mm -hmm. I, I think more so now than ever with all the triggers that we are experiencing in society, mm -hmm. it's so easy to get ungrounded and uncentered yeah. and off balance. Even just putting a hand on your body, on yourself. Yep, when you're your breathing heart. can help mm -hmm. can help you ground yourself because it kind of reconnects you from the spinning to embodying bringing your Absolutely. soul spirit back to your body so if you yeah. can't get outside that's another one and the tree meditation i also have a tree meditation it's a very powerful meditation and visualization yep. to ground your energy and like trees like my logo rooted to the ground while we're reaching up to spirit and source steady in our in our, you know, it's kind of purposeful. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Very symbolic. So you have and to then, be, kind be gentle, become your own eye of the storm, finding calm, 
and yeah. then ground yourself into the into nature, being out in nature yeah. or putting a hand to your body, tree, yeah. visualizing the tree. What else? And um, do what you can to be in the present moment. So mm -hmm. example, you know, pick a mindful activity. It doesn't have to be meditation. And, you know, I want to, you know, extend on that. Meditation comes in all different forms. Agreed. Meditation can be a mindful activity. Meditation could be just if you have a craft that you like to do or if you like to paint or write, that's a meditation in itself and it's a mindful activity. Yep. The Walking, key is yoga. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anything that's going to keep you in your body, number one, but also um, where you kind of lose sense of time. Sometimes yeah. you have an animal and you're petting your your pet, it's like you're in that moment right there, right then yes. and now. If you're out and you like gardening, you know, when you're tending to your plants or whatever, you're in the moment you're connecting with nature. Uh -huh. Anything that you could do to connect with nature is helpful too, because yes. I feel that many of us, even though we may live in a, you know, a concrete city, there's still parks around and stuff like that. Yeah. I invite you to go outside and, and just touch the leaves of, you know, a, of a plant or, you know, hug a tree if there's a tree there or lean up against a tree. They're all alive. They have energy and they're very, it's, it just helps you ground and just be right here right now because all there is, is right here right now. Yes. You know? Yes. Because it's all happening at the same time. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And I would probably also add, just based on what you said, as far as the positive mantras, the visualization, yes. the hope, the yes. the um, belief, the positive belief that you can heal and get better. I'm going to share. I'm going to share a real quick story because I think this will really drive drive um, the fact true. Mm -hmm. You know, there was. If anybody's familiar with Dr. Mazuro um, Emoto. He looked oh, right. at studying um, water oh, and the whole the bodies of water. Of water is that right? Messages That's from water. Message. What he would do is like he would get a container of water, label it with a word like love, yeah. hate, yes, appreciation. And what he would do is is freeze that water and look at the the ice crystals or formations. And of course, the beautiful words like love and peace and happy were beautiful crystal formations. The ones that were like hate violence, um, sad, we're all very um, distorted. And so when we take that a step further, our bodies are at least 70% water. Mm. So taking that into consideration of what we know from Dr. Emoto's practices and, and studies is that when we label ourselves, you're not good enough, what do you think happens to the water in our body? It, it acts as a vibratory thing and it lowers our frequency and it creates yeah. a different pathophysiology. So really be mindful of your self-talk. What are you Absolutely. saying to yours? What are you saying to yourself to yourself? Nobody else hears you, but you're, you mm -hmm. know what you're saying to yourself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yes. That's something to consider. Absolutely. Dolores, this has been a phenomenal conversation. I really hope that people connect with you. Um, to, to learn more and follow you. You have some amazing free meditations on your website. 
your website if you'd like to share. How can people connect with you and follow you and get your your information? Just people that are listening. Sure. My website is www.drdoloresfazino.com. All, you know, space together, no period in between. And DR, right? Not doc, not the word doctor. Yeah, DR, DR. DoloresFazino.com. E-O-L-O. Yep. R-E-S. Yeah. Yep. And um, there's a guided meditation there too. And also if anybody's interested in working with me, um, you, there's a link to sign up and you get a hundred dollars off your first session. So Beautiful. yeah. Beautiful. Any, any parting words you want to share? Sure. Absolutely. Um, you know, we're all going to make it through this. Sometimes it seems like it's overwhelming, but just take baby steps. And, you know, make, make your relationship with yourself the best ever. Mm. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for being a part of the Grounded Awakening, Dolores. And for all you listeners, I must say, I've had a couple of comments here um, from some of our Facebook people listening in. So amazing to hear that comfort and healing that comes from our spiritual faith. Thank you, ladies. I truly, really needed to hear this discussion after the loss of my mother and my nephew in the same year. Oh, wow. And that's true. Yeah. I love that. Heal the past and create the future. And that's what it's all about. We all have the power within ourselves. And that's why it's important for us to plant our feet on the ground, anchor and ground that energy so we can reach and connect to our soul and spirit guidance. Thank you for being a part of this today, everyone. Be well. If you've enjoyed this podcast, like, subscribe, and give it a review at your favorite podcast platform. For more info on Jen, visit jenniferrentolo.com. That's Jennifer, W-R-E-N, Tolo, T-O-L-O.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.